In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, crazy good communication when you have a bad attitude. And my freaking attitude sucks right now. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. Man versus Marriage. Welcome back to another episode of Man versus Marriage. It is I, the cute diggity dog, in the Moran home studio with my wife, Jeannie. Jeannie, please say hello. Hello. Thanks, honey. And we are talking today about crazy good communication, a cool little series we're going to do. That is pretty timely for the day and time we're living in. I hate to timestamp the program, but it is quarantine worldwide. And uh, I got to tell you what. It sucks. I'm pretty fortunate I'm an, I'm in an essential business, so I get to keep going to work. But, uh, I, you know, I was wondering how I was going to go back to what drove this show to become this show when it comes to having a bad attitude. And, boy, life did me a favor. And um, uh, technical difficulties will give anybody a bad attitude. And you couple that with some banging going on downstairs autism after is alive and well i don't even know if it was autism but we're up here we told everybody that we're going to record and here people go banging downstairs walking out of their bedroom you know shouting upstairs and then there is some autism involved with uh you know just because i say no ma'am means i'm using my manners and it's not and then Jeannie's doing something on her phone i'm sitting here getting mad because I'm having technical difficulties. The producer trying to walk me through it on the phone and text, and then the text messages don't want to send. And then uh, I'm taking jabs at her because I thought we we're going to talk about this. You're still helping somebody. You're doing your phone thing. And then she gets riled up at me, and I get riled up at her. And then I'm asking her to do something, and she's not doing it my way. And, uh, you know, my attitude just... Sucks, sucks balls, balls. <laughs> and that's just the way it is and uh anyway we're gonna get straight into this episode uh it's been three minutes of me you know blabbing at the mouth but don't forget to uh continue to use that email address which is coach at man versus marriage podcast.com go to the website check it out man versus marriage podcast.com sign up for our uh email and we will start sending you some game-changing information that will help you take your garbage attitude and get rid of it. Um, I know by the time I'm done talking here, my attitude is going to uh, be exercised. I have exercised the demons! It'll be better, but man, I got to tell you, uh, that little moment there, are these moments here... You know, it's it's not like we're two hours and 13 minutes late getting started on studio time. Life happens. But uh, anyway, honey, uh, in preparing for these episodes, we are talking about crazy good communication. And, um, you know, looking at the episode we did prior to this, uh, episode one in this thing, uh, this game, you know, when it comes to communicating, can uh, can really 
broaden, strengthen, deepen your relationship, but it's not always fun and games, would you say? No, I think I look at communication as um, a way to broaden your senses. Because once you start figuring this thing out, it's not just in how you talk. It's what you notice. It's what you see. It's what you hear. It's the little details that will help you navigate how to do things as you go forward. So it's actually a pretty big piece to our puzzle, I think. I think that I really think the word and the terminology is just so overused, but I don't think it's it's very well understood because, you know, people, it, me and Josh used to talk about this. It's like um, you can chop somebody's leg off and, and excuse it away because, oh, I'm sorry, it was a miscommunication. And, uh, you know, communication this, communication that, five tips for this, five tips for that, but what... Uh, is it making anybody's communication any better? I think our communication has gone, um, has grown leaps and bounds, but just look at that few minutes there when I'm sitting here steaming over something else and getting irritated at you and it has nothing to do with, with what you're doing. It has everything to do with uh, the environment and how it just seems to pour a little, every, just every drip that drops into the shot glass of I'm pissed off, it starts to, it just starts to grow. Well, I think the first thing that you need to clarify is there, everybody throws everything under the umbrella of communication. So when somebody says it's a miscommunication, no. All that means is you didn't say your shit the way you were supposed to, or you didn't get your point across. You did not talk. It's not... Oh, well, I said it and you misunderstood it and it's your fault. That's not how this works. Communication, I think, has been just kind of a, a Band-Aid put over the top of a lot of different things. Because you can communicate with somebody and how you touch them. You can communicate and how you make a face. Y'all know the, the RBF. We all know it. Everybody has it. It's not going to be something that you're going to look at and go, mm, No, I think she's okay. No, no, no. I don't know what an RBF is. You don't know what a resting bitch face is? I never heard that before. Wow, you're old. I love you. <laughs> We're the same age. You're like six months younger than me. Yes, but it's it's definitely a thing. Okay. Ask any female out there. Trust me. Okay, well, maybe that's why I don't know because I'm not a female. But uh, You don't know when I'm mad? Just by the look on my face? Yeah, but I'd never call it an RBF, but now that you've given me permission on, you know, to call it out, I think I'll start using that. Actually, I don't use that language, but, you know, I think um, I think one of the things important for us to talk about is, you know, how can you have crazy good communication when uh, your attitude sucks? And I'm, I'm here to tell you, you know, seven minutes into this, um, what I said in the beginning... And, and how I feel right now is not a show. It was not made for TV. It was actually in the moment. There was no getting back into character to talk about this because we got an example here that we need to get to. But it I just started steaming. And uh, I know better, but I didn't do better. And in, you know, one of the major keys of communication is not what you say, it's what people hear. Because you could say what you want all day long, but if they're not hearing what you mean, it don't matter. But it just gets worse when it comes to having a bad attitude. So what I like to do in every situation 
is I like to, you know, take my responsibility first. Look at me. What did I do? How am I contributing? Why am I pissed? Why am I mad? Why does my attitude suck? You know, and the funny thing about me is that when my attitude's bad, I start getting mad at myself for having a bad attitude. So it even creates a worse cycle. When I get mad at Jeannie, I get mad at myself for being mad at Jeannie. When I get upset at the kids, it's the same. I start getting upset at myself for getting upset about being upset. And so for me, it takes a lot of management. It does. And I don't know how to explain it any better than that. But when I'm mad, like if I'm just really mad at you and I'm trying to take time to digest what it is, I take a step back and it's like, how stupid of you to be mad at your wife? Why is that? Why are you mad at her? And then it, it turns into something else. But uh, what what generates a bad attitude? And some of the some of the things I wrote down was disappointment or unspoken expectations, uh, a broken commitment, rejection, a change of plans, a change of circumstances, a change of situations, um, lack of control. Maybe, and maybe that's it. I mean, you know, I think anytime there's disappointment is like big, it's sticky. Um, it, it's not hard to wash off, if you will. It sticks around for a long time and it can really, it can really create like a, an attitude that's like, here we go again. So if you get disappointed, you might not even know how to, how to work through that, but I, you, you definitely know how to take it out on other people because, you know, Jeannie looking at her phone and helping somebody through a tough time. Um, because, you know, being reminded of something that was tragic in their life and she's trying to walk them through it. I'm sitting here assuming she's on Facebook or Twitter or, you know, Instagram or whatever else there is. And, you know, and my internal dialogue is all stupid because I got a bad attitude and it just starts ramping up and making it worse. So those are things that can contribute to a bad attitude. And when you try to do things with a bad attitude, your sense of patience goes out the window. Because you become very, very impatient. And by you, I mean me. Um, you know, and then to to top that off, you know, it's like what kind of attitude do you have? Are you, um, are you a slow burner? You just take and take and take. And finally, it's like I can't take anymore. And then you explode. Or are you somebody that likes one thing goes wrong? One Maybe it's familiar or something new. One thing goes wrong and bang! That's me. You blow up. Because I got a lot of both in me. And over time, you know, there's things like, okay, well, that's not a big deal. And you just kind of excuse it. Don't actually throw it away. You just add it on the pile. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the littlest things come about. And finally, you're at the point where you're like steaming mad and you're trying to have a conversation about something, and it can be a conversation about something positive, but you're so sticky on the inside, you know, it's like, I can't even get past this. So you start talking to the other person um, with all this baggage on you. You know, and I, I, I got to tell you, I hate static. You know, this is a, probably an RBF moment, but I hate static. Static is, I, I hate confusion and frustration that's built up between me and somebody else, and I am not great at hiding it. I'm just not great at hiding it. No, so it, it, it comes through. It comes through. And, you know, a lot of times people might be oblivious to you and your attitude because they're in their own world. We're all walking around in our own world. But um, 
I'm somebody who likes to be real conscious of what my internal dialogue and attitude is because I want to communicate properly and I like to be at peace on the inside. I like to be fired up and excited, not fired up and pissed off. And that is something that helps me. So when I'm looking at this, you know, it, it kind of goes from um, what's created the bad attitude, then identifying like what kind of what kind of a person you are. Maybe you're like me. You just get you have both buckets to fill where you're a slow burner and you have an explosive attitude sometimes. And then how do you take it out on other people? Um, and what what's the motive there? Are you like a punisher or you like you want vengeance? You need somebody to take it out on. Uh, are you like a solver? You want to figure out why your attitude sucks and then uh, like kind of repair it so that you can get back to peace and great communication. Um, and there's there are things that go along with that on both on both uh, both options there because some people like uh, some people get upset and they're upset about something else and you bring up, a conversation and their attitude is bad you can tell and it's like they start taking jabs at you and other people around and like publicly ridicule people in a joking manner and um it's all because their attitude's bad and they're frustrated and then you know you do that to your spouse and it's it's gonna boil over quick is that is this making sense honey or am i just rambling yeah, i think you missed one though because um the punisher, the solver, and the stuffer. The stuffer is the one that just kind of lets stuff keep coming and keep coming and keep coming, and you just let it sit and sit and sit, and you don't ever actually speak up for yourself or address the issues. You just kind of mow through life on survival mode because you're not addressing any of it. You're just letting it keep come. And then eventually, it's you that has the attitude, but you can't even figure out where it came from because there's so much stuff you haven't sorted through any of it yet. Been there, done that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've I've been on both sides of it, you know. And I'm, you know, I I like to, I like to make sure, like I said, that I review my own actions to see what responsibility I have when it comes to my attitude. And I don't think you can underestimate the value of the right attitude, especially when it comes to communicating. Because if you come into this thing with static, with baggage, with your own frustrations, you're, you're, you're never going to be able to communicate um, effectively. And what that might that's at work, at home, at the grocery store, wh- wherever it's at. And once you say things, you know, I, uh, a pastor friend of mine used to say it's like trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube. It, it doesn't work. So what you say, it sticks. Um so I think it's important for us to to kind of make this distinction when you're trying to communicate and you feel that, that static on the inside or you feel your attitude, you got to take a step back and see what is actually going on. Because unless you do that, unless you make the time, unless I do that, I take the time to figure out what I'm so frustrated about, the communication is going to go south. And it's going to go from crazy good to crazy bad in no time flat. So, I just just a quick review here before we um, before we close this episode, so that you have some kind of takeaway that you you can add this to your bag of tools. When it comes to having a bad attitude, my attitude sucks. Um, 
what is causing it? Who's responsible for it? First of all, I got to tell you, I'm responsible for my attitude. No matter what anybody else is doing, I'm responsible for my attitude. And what, what has created it? Is it a disappointment? Is it a broken commitment? Am I feeling like I'm rejected or somebody's rejecting me, my idea, my desire? Um, did something change? Did something wreck my routine and now I got pissy pants about it? Um, am I trying, am I expecting somebody to understand what I need, what I want, but I'm not saying anything about it and just taking the attitude of, well, they know me, so they should know what I want or they should know what I need. Because that, I mean, that can, you can get caught in that cycle. It'll trap you. And then you you want to talk about disappointment. That's a cycle in itself of having those um, unspoken expectations and then people not meeting your needs and then being disappointed and it creating a whole attitude. And I would say, you know, something if it's an attitude that's lasted a long time, more than, say, a half an hour, more than an hour, more than a day, more than a week, I would say you go look up. Um, this episode of Ed Milet's podcast with Dr. Joe Dispenza and look at what an attitude can turn into if it's not properly adjudicated. I like that word, adjudicated. If you don't properly adjudicate your attitude and um, adjust it and put it where it belongs, it will become part of your personality. And that will be, oh, that's just so-and-so now. That's who they are. That's how they are. You know so-and-so, that's how they are. Um, and a matter of fact, you may have some of those parts of your attitude, personality now that you need to uh, rewire, and it's possible. So I would encourage you to go to uh, Ed Milet and check out that um, interview with him and Dr. Joe Dispenza. YouTube is probably really great, but if you're a podcaster, you might want to listen. Um, it was really good for me to hear and understand that... Uh, I actually can take control of these types of things that have become a part of my personality. So uh, what created the bad attitude? And then uh, figure out what type of attitude you got. Are you the slow burner or are you the exploder? I'm Irish, so I'm supposed to have a little bit of that, I think. That's just in my DNA. And then uh, look at how you use your bad attitude against other people. Matter of fact, look at how you use it against yourself. I mean, if you're kicking yourself in your own man bag, you might you need to adjust that. So, um, do you get spiteful? Uh, do you fight to be right? Uh, are you intentionally an ass? I'm sorry for saying that that naughty word, but you know, do you do that on purpose? Or do you go cutthroat? Do you bring up old stuff? Do you become the Joker where you start ridiculing people? Um, or do you seek to understand and try to get a, re a resolution? You want to solve what's going on with your attitude, uh, like take personal responsibility. Uh, can you control your uh, emotional intelligence? Do you ask questions? Do you understand? Do you listen? Do you not assume? Um, those are a lot of things I didn't do just 20 minutes before this episode started. <laughs> I didn't do those things. So, I mean, you can get yourself into some trouble. And uh, do you follow through on trying to solve what your attitude is and how you treat people? And then when you start asking questions, you know, you got to ask yourself, well, what does this look like? What does my attitude look like and how can I make it better? 
before you even go to whatever the circumstances are. Because what, what we're trying to do here is build you into somebody that no matter what the circumstance, circumstances are, you remain level-headed so you don't do and say things that hurt other people. Because, you know, the old saying, sticks and stones break my bones, words will never hurt me is a flat-out lie. Because, you know, broken bones heal. But people carry words that you say for a lifetime. And those are things that we want to avoid. Your words have power, you know. So let us know what you think here. I'm interested to get your feedback on what you say about your attitude when your attitude is like mine and it sucks balls. And hopefully you can get it back to a place of peace and uh, productivity. You know, because when your attitude sucks, you cannot be productive. Actually, I guess that's not true. You can productively hurt other people when your attitude sucks. Anyway, let us know. Hit us back. Get us on the hotline. We are so thankful that you have taken this opportunity to let us speak into your ears and your life. And we will be coming back with a game plan episode. Crazy good communication. What to do when your attitude sucks. I'm the Q-Dog. She's Jeannie. And we out. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Merit, the podcast.